Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. Back again. Back again for another week of Netflix news and stuff and things that are happening News doesn't stop, does it? Never. It doesn't take a break. It doesn't. And it doesn't stop once we've recorded The Wave either because it's, oh, it's quite often things happen after we've recorded The Wave but before think, The Wave comes out. But that would happen whenever we recorded it. True. Because news but if, never stops. True, that is true, but I don't know, it's just annoying when it happens. <laughs> it was like last week we did all that talk on password sharing and then sure. like the next day Netflix came out and said that's not true, none of that, that's Ooh, all bullshit. Maybe we'll talk about that. So we'll talk about that again in a minute. <laughs> How are you, Nick? I'm pretty good. I saw something weird on my drive home from work today. Okay, what did you see? I was, it was coming back through town, Yeah. quite close to my house, and I stopped to let a pedestrian cross the road. Okay. Very uh, responsible of you. And, well, there was a queue of traffic, like, literally just ahead. I, right. like, I might as well let this guy uh, cross the road. And I thought, if I don't let you cross the road, you might curse me. Because he had a full-on, like, top hat and cloak. Oh, really? Like, he was dressed wow. like a vampire. Wow. With, like, long hair and a little moustache. Maybe it was a vampire. Could have been. And there was a kid like on the other side of the road, and I, did, I nearly said, "Can you see that guy?" <laughs> you let this guy cross over towards a kid. You've just cursed. You've just <laughs> no. The kid was on a bike, so he could have got away from the vampire. Unless the vampire turned into a bat, then the kid's got no chance. But it was still light. That kid might be dead now. But it was still light, so I don't think he could have well, done. It can't have been a vampire then. He could have been a special vampire, <laughs> special allowed outside in the daytime vampire. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, it wasn't full on light. Like Robert Pattinson tile. It's like, style it was just four or five o'clock, so it's getting dusky. Dusky. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's one of those sparkly vampires. <laughs> I but it was it was full on light. Yeah. Cloak. Wow. Maybe it's a new fashion. Shirt. We've we've never been up on the fashion meet, you? so Top maybe it's hat. a new a new thing that's going around. Maybe it was going to a party or a Maybe. Thing. Lots yeah, of fancy yeah. dress parties start at five o'clock on a <laughs> Thursday in February. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> it's very traditional. <laughs> it's a traditional time to have a fancy dress, probably. Uh, maybe he'd been a, maybe he'd been to a really weird job interview. Maybe. As a vampire magician? impersonator. Magicians dress like vampires sometimes. That's true. There is a magician in this week's movie. There is indeed. Good segue. <laughs> Come back on Thursday and uh, we'll talk about... I can't even remember what it's called. It's called The Theatre of Fear. Yeah. If you believe some people, and the Midnight Horror Show, if you believe others. Sure. Do you want to talk briefly about last week's film? Yeah, it was a good film. I liked it. You didn't like it. I didn't like it as much as you Let's liked it. I think that's fair to say. Call the whole thing off. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it's caused some contention again in the Discord. It's been very con- controversial this show in the last few weeks. Uh, yes. I feel like we've caused lots of discussions. No, I feel I, like I, that's not I stopping like, anytime soon. I liked last week's movie. Yeah, and it's, we've not agreed for a while, so it's it's. Unfortunately, I have to share a stream table with you. So. <laughs> but it was funny because the week before you were taking all the hits because of something you'd said on the show in the Discord. And then this week I've taken quite a lot of the hits in the Discord. Because everyone thought it was a good Because everyone thought it was a good movie except for me. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just it just happens, doesn't it? It's yeah, the perils it of movie watching. You if everybody enjoyed everything, it'd be boring. You made quite a good point, actually, because I only just listened to it back today. Yeah. When you, And you said, look, if if you just... If there's something about a movie you don't like, everything's going to annoy you about it. Yeah. As soon as you get turned off by something, you just pick up on everything else. Whereas I'd I'd gone with it and gone, 
I was the opposite. Yeah, which is I'm what I usually this. do, to be fair. I usually would just go with something and enjoy it. And... I can let, let those things go. Yeah. Um, I think if somebody but... did a tally, I think I would have enjoyed a lot more of these movies than you did. If we I think you would be more... F- you would be more... F- I don't know if you'd have enjoyed more. I think you would be more forgiving. Yes. Yeah. Come back on Thursday to listen to us talk about the theatre of fear. Yeah. Because it's going to be a fun fucking episode. That and one. you chose it. I did. It's my wildcard pick. For your own for, volition. For season eight. So yeah, I'm going to try and win the stream table uh, with it. But yeah, last week's movie was... Uh, <laughs> I nearly said How I Met Your Mother. No, it wasn't How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I'm quite glad we didn't make that mistake last week. You are not my mother. <laughs> you are not my mother. Uh, I was, uh, and I have not met your mother. Yeah. Well, I have met your mother. <laughs> I've not met other people's mothers. <laughs> Well, you've met some. It's not all the it's mothers. Not, I've not met all the mothers. It's just some of them. Have you got any They'd friends? like you. Have you got yes, any friends? A couple. But you've never met their mothers? I've got some friends I've never met their mothers. Uh, yes, I think so. I'm trying to think if I have. <laughs> I don't think I have. Like, they would consider like close friends. Okay. I think I've met... What if they're already dead? Then I've no, definitely you, not you met them. You kind of met them. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think all of my close friends, I think I've met their mothers. I'm not sure. <laughs> what a weird question. How's your week been? <laughs> my week's been pretty boring, to be honest. I've not really done anything this week. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've been on my own at work all week. Is that good or bad? Uh, stressful. Right. But also fine. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the job long enough now to know what I'm doing with it. But yeah, man, I'm it gets a bit boring, though, when there's nobody. There's people around. Okay. But my, there's none of my people in my team there. Good job you've got the Discord. Not that I'm condoning checking that while you're right, at work. I do it all the time. <laughs> so I'm always in there. But you should come and join our Discord if you're not already. Not you. Should. you Definitely. You're I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. I, I started it. Yeah. I run it. Um, but yeah, come and join the Discord. Chat to me when I'm bored at work. Because I'll be in there. Talk about movies or anything you want. Talk about anything you want. Literally. No. No. Holds are barred. Are any holds barred in the Discord? Uh, not that they, not that have been found yet. <laughs> we've never had to. I, we've never had to put an end to a conversation. No, I've never had to or kick or ban, ban anyone. <laughs> Maybe that's that's a challenge. For I somebody. mean, you've you could come, be, you've come close to be, being banned. Just, I can't ban myself from, your, from my own Discord just from your poor taste in movies. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could start a competition. Who can be the first person no, to get banned from the Discord? Absolutely <laughs> not. No, want more people to come out in, there, not to throw people out. Should we do some Netflix news? Yeah, sure. Where should we start? Uh, shall we start with, uh, I think the third week in a row, we're going to talk about password sharing. Yeah, it's we the, are. It's the hot topic. It is. It's the only thing that's keeping Netflix in the news just if, lately. If you will. Uh, on on Netflix. And there has been an update since last week. And that is that from... Today. Now, today, February the 9th. Yep. Netflix has officially... Uh, launched the next stage of the crackdown, as every article calls it, <laughs> on sharing pass- passwords. Yeah. Because they have launched the buy an extra member option in these countries. Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. Yeah. Uh, if you are on Netflix standard or premium plan in those countries, you can add an extra member sub account for either one or two people who you don't live with yeah uh, if you do that you will get uh, your own profile personalized recommendations login and password 
That will cost you an extra $7.99 in Canada, $7.99 in New Zealand, €3.99 in Portugal, and just over the border in Spain, €5.99. Why is it more expensive in Spain than Portugal? Per month, per yeah. person. It's basically it's almost the same price as a basic account. Yeah. So you're paying the basic account for the premium features. Yeah. But I don't understand why it's two euros more in Spain than it no is in Portugal. Either. There must be a tax thing if or you're something. Spanish, let us know. Yeah. Netflix have se- uh, said a Netflix account is meant to be shared in one household. People, this is in brackets, who live in the same location as the account owner. People who are not in your household will need to sign up for their own account to watch Netflix. This is now on the customer help section of yeah. Netflix's website. Uh, as we've discussed before, a company will begin to block devices if it detects they're being used by someone outside the account holder's primary residence after a certain number of days. However, they have not said how many days that will be. No. Uh, although we do believe there will be a requirement to sort of log in every month or so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's the rollout has begun. They're estimating there's a hundred million non-paying households worldwide. Yeah, that's a lot of non-paying households that they need. To, even if they could get one percent of them, yeah, that's a lot of new accounts that because they've got two. Is it something like two hundred and fifty, forty something, something million subscribers worldwide? Yeah, yeah, and then an extra hundred million that are not paying. Yeah, and if even if they get ten percent of those people. 10 million new accounts. Oh, good God. Imagine what the budget for Red Notice 2 is going to (laughs) be. I don't think this is necessarily a good move. (laughs) No, it's it's really interesting. And things are, it's a story that's moving all the time. But I was saying at work today, I'm not sure why they've not just pulled off the band aid and done it all at once, get the bad press out for a couple of weeks. Me too. But it's got to be a shareholder's thing, isn't it? They don't want to take that hit all at once. Yeah, of all those lost members, because people are going to. But they they want to say, don't they? They we've we've uh, we've made this change in the final quarter of financial year twenty three. Yeah, give hopefully see a bit of a boost there, or to spread the it's the, initial. I think it's to spread the initial loss, loss. but also if they're, they're, I was saying this today, if they're losing members in Canada from today, and then next month they launch it in the UK, by the time they start launching losing members in the UK, people from Canada might be coming back. Which levels the curve slightly. So rather than take that big hit, which are two countries with a similar population. Yes, and rather than take that big hit all at once, you take it slowly. You're going to get bad press for a longer period of time, but Netflix are always going to get bad press anyway. There's a media bias against them. We'll come on to that later. Okay. With the final news story, but that is an interesting point. There's definitely a media bias against Netflix. Mm. I've been saying it for a while. Uh, okay, yes, we don't we don't really want to spend much more time on it until it really launches, till it affects us, I guess. But yeah, but if if we have got listeners all over the world, oh, of course so we have. Just yeah, drop us a email. Yeah, if you experience this or a tweet, no any or an uh, Instagram on yeah. your experiences if this is affecting or yeah, because we're not we still don't really know how they're going to police it if they're even going to police it sure. or or how they're even knowing where the primary loc because they call it primary location they're not even calling it primary household yeah exactly so it makes you wonder if they're doing it on like gps or something yeah i don't know anyway moving on we'll talk about it more when it's more relevant uh next week probably, probably. listen <laughs> uh do you you might need to sit down for this okay i am sitting down good I'm quite uh, lazy that is the news that 
Love is Blind UK is on its way to Netflix. I'm going to be honest with you, Nick. I didn't know that was not already no, a thing. Me, me neither. <laughs> I just assumed it was always been a, it always been a thing. Okay. Uh, Love is Blind UK will launch on Netflix in 2024. Okay. Uh, and it will see singles from up and down the country take a much less conventional approach to dating by going on multiple blind dates in the hope of building a meaningful connection. Guess what? What? You can apply. Can I? From today. Should I? I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you're interested <laughs> and over 18, that's literally the only two uh, <laughs> two qualifiers you need to meet. I'm definitely over 18. Uh, Whether I'm interested or not is another question. Then you can sign up at shortaudition.com. <laughs> right. Uh, to fill in the application form. Cool. So go and do it if that is interesting um, to you. It's not really. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I wonder who's going to host it in the UK. Who do you think it would be? I think it would be Maya Jama. Oh. Doesn't she do Love Island now, though? Yeah, probably. She does everything. <laughs> and Noel Edmonds. <laughs> I would probably watch it if it was Noel Edmonds. I'm not going to lie. Realistically, though, it's probably oh, going to be <laughs> Mo Gilligan or one of the people from jls or something like that jls are they still a thing um i think one retired to be a farmer oh, okay <laughs> just, i think that's all i know about jls <laughs> good for him um yeah good for him next squid game squid game. game game news it has been announced this week that a virtual reality squid game experience is coming oh wow okay Netflix Tell me more. Is, Netflix is working with a VR company on the Squid Game experience. Uh, this project is in the works with Sandbox VR. Right. Uh, and within this, fans can look forward to participating in the challenges from the Netflix program. It is said by the streamer to be fully immersive. Uh, and later this year, viewers will be able to try out challenges for themselves. And also be able to make highlight reels of their own in-game reactions and share their Squid Game VR experiences with social media followers. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, the Sandbox VR founder slash CEO, Steve Zhao, says, Our mission is to bring people closer together through world-class immersive experiences. And what could be a more perfect fit than Squid Game? the most widely shared and discussed television series of the past years. That's true. You can't deny that it is the most widely shared and discussed television series of the past years. He Past years. Yeah, he closed <laughs> by saying it's an amazing opportunity to part, for us to partner with Netflix to provide these fans the chance to transport themselves into the world of the show. I mean, what I will say for Netflix is, you know, clearly Squid Game was a huge hit. And my God, are they jumping on this as fast as they can possibly produce a game and a reality <laughs> TV series and a second series that hasn't even been written yet. But Do you think they are doing it fast? It surprises me that nothing Squid Game based is even on Netflix yet, apart from Squid Game. Uh, at the scale they're doing it... There's a lot of stuff coming. No, but I mean, uh, this, the sheer scale of that reality TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think they're, they're, they're absolutely the pedal is to the metal yeah, 100%. with that. We'll see that before the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. But it's been like, what, 
How long has it been since Squid Game now? Two years? Three years? Three years this year? I don't think it's that long. Maybe. Is it, not? it was early pandemic. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Was it 2020? 2021? One of them. Don't know. It just uh, seems like they've... It went away for a little bit. But you can't do do it on a small scale. That's no, you've got... No. So. I'm supposed to have not done like a anime or a cartoon or something mm. you can produce quick. Just get it out there and just keep people talking about Squid Game. Making of anything. Yeah, that's just, true. Just something out there to keep people talking. But people are always talking about it. But I'm surprised they've not... There's nothing on Netflix to keep their content moving yeah. on there yeah. yet. But it's definitely all coming. Yeah, that's true. Coming. You probably could have done more in terms of, like you said, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Interviews. You could easily have done... And it's what Netflix does loads of. A sort of talking heads. Yeah. Oh, how did we put it together? And what was it like when it became a such a huge success? Yeah. Squid Game, the real story or something. Yeah, like something. But no, they've never really put any other content out other than the show. Until, well, is it, I guess when season two comes and this reality show comes, Squid Game's going to become a massive franchise. It just yeah. seems to have taken a while to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Next. We've talked quite a while back, I think, about the upcoming Netflix action comedy movie, Back in Action, because yeah. it is Cameron Diaz's return from retirement. Yes, I do remember this. Uh, which she will star in alongside Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, well, more people have been added to the cast okay. over the past couple of weeks. Uh, one of those is Andrew Scott. Okay. He's people like him, don't they? People love him. Uh, Kyle Chandler. Okay, yeah, people love him too. And Glenn Close. Wow, people definitely love her. Also, Jamie Dimitriou is on board. Okay, that's a name I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Quite, quite the uh, in with Netflix. This guy, seems yeah, he to seems have. to have just lately. He has he? his comedy special upcoming as well. Mm. Yeah, those those castings reported by Deadline. This week, uh, I remind you, it's Cameron Diaz's first movie since 2014. Yeah, she retired, didn't she? Yeah. Wow. Which still kind of gobsmacks me that she's not made a movie for 10 years because <laughs> I feel like I have seen her. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> doesn't feel like she's been away, but <laughs> she obviously has. Good for Jamie Dimitri. I want all the good things to happen to that guy. Sure. It seems like it, it, seems like it is happening. I think maybe this should have been our and finally story. Okay. But it is the final Netflix news of the week. And I don't know if someone is just doing a wind up here. Right. But uh, this week on on his Brilliant Idiots podcast, uh, Andrew Schultz, who is a co-star in the currently uh, table-topping Netflix movie, You People. Yeah. That's the Jonah Hill movie, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Eddie Murphy uh, has claimed that uh, a kiss in the movie between Jonah Hill and Lauren London was CGI'd. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Why would he say that if that was not true? Well, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. But he says, but why would it also be from, true? From, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> said on his podcast, it's CGI, I swear to God, son. I was there, I watched the wedding, spoiler alert, and I see them go in for the kiss and their faces stop like this far. Why? 
apparently he was holding his hands about six feet apart. Um, but, but in the movie, which doesn't seem right, that seems too far. But in the movie, you can see their faces come close and then you see their faces morph a little bit into a fake kiss. I want to watch this movie now just to <laughs> analyse the scene. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if uh, it... Neither Netflix, Jonah Hill or <laughs> Lauren London have commented on the authenticity of the kiss. <laughs> It seems a we, we don't need to be CGI and kiss. I don't believe this. I don't. I don't think I do. I, I think he's on a wind that? up. Why would it be? COVID. Oh, I hadn't even considered that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or yeah, that's, health reasons. Yeah, that's. I guess it's possible. <laughs> now you've said that, I hadn't even considered that. Well, I tell you what, we will never know the answer. Will we not? No, because no. even if somebody comes out and says <laughs> it. You still, who do you believe? Well, I suppose so. <laughs> You're never going to know for sure. Unless somebody does like a making of you people. What's it about? I've never, I, I've, I keep, it keeps popping up on my algorithm, but I don't know. Much oh, it's, it. it's basically, it's, it's Jonah Hill, isn't it? Trying to get, be accepted by his girlfriend's family, I believe. Right. With their, their relationship. Okay. Um, I've seen the trailer. The trailer looked fine. I don't know if I want to watch the movie. Um, but yeah, that is CGI Kisses. Who thought that would be the controversy of the week? You like horror yeah, films. I'm, I'm excited by this story. Of a certain type. And I, I feel like this this would excite you. So you've got in there first. I feel like uh, you know what I did last summer would have been right up your alley back in the back day. Back in the day it was, yeah. seen it more than once. So you might be interested then in knowing that uh, In the Works is a sequel. Wow. That's got to be, what, 25 years ago? 20 years ago? I, I want to say it's 98 or 99. Yeah, I would so, say yeah, so. Yeah, I, I reckon 25 years. It was after Scream. So Scream but, was 96. So yeah. Interestingly, uh, it is a sequel with the original cast. Oh, that wow. That is in the works. Okay. Uh, as Sony has confirmed it is planning to resurrect I Know What You Did Last Summer with the original cast on board. Uh, and apparently negotiations are quite advanced with Jennifer Caton Robinson to direct. You might recognise her name because she directed for Netflix last year, Do Revenge, which was the high school revenge flick starring... You've started a sentence. Uma Thurman's daughter <laughs> from Stranger Things. Yep. And someone else. <laughs> which is supposed to be really good. Okay. Uh, and... This this could be her next project. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr. are in talks to reprise their roles uh, in the movie. Apparently, the pitch by the producers and director blew studio executives away. <laughs> it <I> didn't. Mean, <laughs> that's all. Look, it might have been amazing. Yeah. But how good <laughs> can a twenty-five years later movie of I know what you did last summer? B. I mean, I know what you did last really? summer is okay. It's not a great movie. Sure. I still know what you did last summer is even worse. So how do you pitch a 25-year sequel starring a couple of, frankly, old people <laughs> who haven't made anything decent for a long time and blow a movie studio away? I'm not sure. On I'm a comeback trail. I'm Fred, excited. Freddie Jr. did a Christmas film for Netflix. Yeah, he did. Yeah, this Christmas true. just gone. I don't think I've thought of Jennifer Love Hewitt for 20 years. But, I, <laughs> I mean... I don't know if she has. 
<laughs> Probably not. I'm excited for that just because it's silly, weird? silly, weird horror. It's a yeah. weird story. It's like it's like I'm excited for next month's Scream Six to come out because it's just going to be so ludicrous. It's the same sort of thing. They've just got to go batshit crazy with it. Yeah. But and why wouldn't you? I'm I just, I, do, I I don't know. I just don't, I, I I don't know. If people are crying out for that. No, they're definitely not. <laughs> they're, they're just they're they're definitely going against the Scream sequels. Of thinking, Scream's making some money here. We've got a franchise yeah. from the same sort of time period. Yeah. Let's just uh, see what we can make from it. Uh, other news that I know will make you happy. It's not tailored to you, this new section, but these last couple of articles <laughs> Seems to be. And that this is, is exciting. Oh, I'm excited by this as well. Yes. And, and that is news that officially, again, this has been rumoured for a while, but J.J. Abrams and Warner Brothers have confirmed that they have started work on an adaptation of Billy Summers, which is a Stephen King novel. Yeah, it was. One of his most uh, recent. I, I just read it recently. Okay. Uh, I've read it I've well. got to say... It's probably my favourite Stephen King thing I've read for s- quite a lot of years. It's, it's the best thing he's written in a long time. It, it is. Even I would agree with that. I, I really probably enjoyed since it. 11, 23, 62, whatever Don't it's called. I have read that one. That's, that's yeah. probably the best thing he's written. But since then, this is probably... Yeah, Billy Summers is great. Yeah, I I, I think it's a great book. And I'd, I'd really, really be interested to see how... Uh, how they bring that to the, to the screen. It's, it's going to be interesting as well, because people write off Stephen King as a horror movie writer, or a horror movie person. It's a crime movie. This is a crime, yeah, there's no it's horror a, It's in a this crime film. thriller movie about a hitman. Yeah, there's no doing horror. one last it. job, and then the, re- the results of that. The results of that, of that job. It's a, it's a really interesting book. It's a really good book. It's, it is. It's just and a, it would adapt really beautifully book. to the screen, I think. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, I can see why the role would would attract people because it is it's not a one man movie, but it is a meaty role. Yes, hundred percent. And people are maybe putting two and two together and making four, but Leonardo DiCaprio's production company are also involved. Yeah. With this, so rumors abound that he is circling the lead role. I'm not against that at all. Yeah. I'm genuinely not. When you think of having read Billy Summers, when you think of that character, I could see Leo doing that. Yeah, I didn't realize J.J. Abrams hasn't made a movie since uh, 2019, the last Star Wars episode nine. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. There you go. Uh, originally, apparently, uh, this was conceived as a ten-part miniseries, but is now going forward as a standalone movie. Yeah, I, I think a miniseries is too. There's not a story there for a miniseries. I don't think you can do that in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for it. I'm excited for it. JJ's one of my favourite film people makers. Stephen King is obviously my yeah, favourite author. People. He does make great things. Some people's. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that. There's lots of good Stephen King news coming just lately. I like it. I like it a lot. Good. I'm reading Fairy Tale at the minute. It's really good. I do have that. I've not. I'm just over halfway now, and it's it's good. Okay. It's really good. It's like a dark tower on light. It's a light dark tower. It's, I'm intrigued to see where it's going. I'm reading Louis Theroux's autobiography. Okay, how's that? Really interesting. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I bet it is, actually. I bet really he's had a really interesting. interesting life. Yeah. And mm. the whole, like, getting involved with Jimmy Savile is yeah. really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I might like... have to borrow that off you when you've yeah. finished. That sounds good. What's it called? Got to get through this. Yeah, I knew there was going to be a pun in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
knew there was going to be a pun. In I'm it. just, I'm just in the midst of all this. Him making his Scientology movie, which is also fascinating. Oh, that's a that's a really good yeah, it's uh, a good movie documentary as well. Yeah. Okay. I, I mentioned earlier, or you mentioned earlier, the alleged anti-Netflix media bias. <laughs> bias. They're 100. percent This story proves it. And I, was, I pointed this story out to uh, somebody from our Discord at work today. It's interesting that it's kind of well, not snuck out. I mean, I mean, Disney have done their first quarter investicle. And I thought you said investicle then. I was like, what's that? <laughs> Got a poorly investicle. <laughs> and they have they basically announced that in the, the starts this year and the end of last year, they have lost 2.4 million subscribers from Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, that's not in the news. No. <laughs> you have to look pretty hard for this. Yeah, 100%. Bit of news. They're also laying off staff. Which is, yeah. 7,000 employees are going to get laid off. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, but It's the first time they've lost subscribers since they launched. Yes, it is. And, they, and they're still... Um, I think we've mentioned this before. Their, their plan is that... Their plan was always that they wouldn't be in profits. Yes. For Disney Plus until, I think, 2024. Yeah, I think so. Uh, which will soon roll around, I guess. Yeah. Now, all of that sort of bad news has kind of seemed to have been plastered over by the fact they're uh, making a Frozen sequel. Yeah. And a Zootopia sequel. Yeah. And Toy Story 5. <laughs> That's the lead on all of these new stories. Yeah, and if that was Netflix, so they they would be the buried part and the, the loss of subscribers would be in the headlines. It, it's, it's crazy how obvious it's getting. And I don't know why. And they're, they're not even saying that the... The, the new installments in the Frozen and Zootopia franchises. So these are going to be what, the, what used to be straight-to-DVD sequels that are now going to be straight-to-Disney Plus sequels. And then Toy Story 5 was always going to happen. I, I just don't... I'm not sure on some of the strategy because we talked again before about how, uh, you know, they released Strange Worlds last... Yeah. End of last year. Didn't do very well in the cinemas and they just bombed... They just dropped it on Disney Plus. Yes. Like... Which is weird, and then you had like Encanto the year before, which started off slow and then became a huge word of mouth hit. Which is also what happened to Fro- the original Frozen. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I don't know. This seems a bit scattergun. Some of the whole Disney Plus. <laughs> what do we start on there? What do we put yeah. on, out in the into the into the cinemas? What um, we should point out is Disney is a much more horrible company than any of our streaming services <laughs> as a company as a whole. Disney's just rancid and that was one paragraph in that whole news story is about them losing subscribers yeah who controls the media it's a conspiracy theory that i'm going to tie my hat to <laughs> i did yeah yeah it's nice you had your tinfoil hat <laughs> cool good news is that it i saw the news good news work well done i enjoyed that have you watched anything good at the top of the stream I have watched, been watching something which I think is good. Okay. <laughs> I've kind of watched three episodes and I want to watch more. I, I do think, I think it's good, but it's odd. And that is uh, Physical 100 on Netflix. I've heard of this. Yeah. I have no knowledge of what it is. Well, it's kind of people lazily going, it's Squid Game. Right. But real. It's, but it's not. It's an <laughs> athletic competition. Like Gladiators. Kind of. I mean, there's a hundred people yep. who start in this competition. They're from all walks of 
fitness life yeah. i guess so you've got professional sports people you've say so you've but rugby players wrestlers Go athletes on. martial artists mma people uh but also um like mountain rescue guys firemen right. there's a prison guard you know there's nobody in there like me and you yeah <laughs> basically right um, but people from walks of life but people who are all fucking fit right it's full of fitties <laughs> yeah and they have it's korean reality tv show yeah they, they it's basically a knockout competition i presume one will be left standing at the end got you and uh the first task is that they just have to hang from some bars <laughs> the longest sounds fun yeah and you know who who can yeah who can hang for the longest and then the second one is they have to fight over a like a ball in an arena but anything goes he can like smash each other and whoever's got hold of this ball at the end of the three minutes goes through and the other person gets sent home right. um and i'll see i'll see what else happens in it i think my my only hesitation is and and this is netflix's formula all over there's a lot of guff in there <laughs> You get the same scenes repeated three or four times. Yeah, 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 and and sometimes you just can't just get on with the action. <laughs> I I know you've got to try and get some of the personalities across. Yeah, but the first episode is just forty minutes before anything happens. It's literally people just walking into the room. Oh, I think I'd have turned it off. <laughs> that doesn't sound like my sort. But the actual games are awesome. Right, but but this takes takes too long to get to them. How many episodes I, have we got? Well, interestingly, they are they are uh, not not released all at once oh so really I think, I think there's six maybe currently and then there's a couple more next week and then the final one oh that is interesting uh later on in february it's yeah it's, it's you don't sound playing too hard around. no i've enjoyed it but i have i've you know i've fast forwarded a couple of times yeah. it's good to be doing while you're doing something else i guess yeah. you can have it on in the background yeah. got you I'm not as interested in the talking heads bit. and the, Yeah. yeah Finding out who these people are. Don't care. Cut me straight to the action. <laughs> Anything else? I think that's pretty much it. I me. also have not watched a lot this week. I still haven't watched anything on Netflix. Okay. Which is weird. There's just nothing grabbing me on that streamer at the minute. Which is bad for somebody who hosts a podcast on Netflix. <laughs> but, um, so I've I done something which I don't do very often. We've just thrown a lens wipe at <laughs> <It's me. just laughs> Um, I went over to Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. I've watched a show called The Devil's Hour. Have you heard of The Devil's Hour? I don't think so. It was actually mentioned last week on the show, so you have. Oh. Um, I think it was Wayne mentioned when we were talking about best child acting performances. Right. He mentioned the kid who's in The Devil's Hour. It was his choice, I think. Okay. Because he's creepy as fuck. Uh, I watched the whole series yeah. this week. It's on Amazon Prime. It's... Um, Doctor Who, Peter Capaldi's new show. Oh, right. Okay. He's in it. He plays like the baddie. Um, it's good. Six episodes. Pretty sneaky. It's, it's a horror show, definitely. Mm. It's about a lady who wakes up at 3.33 every morning. Okay. Without fail. She always wakes up at the annoying. same time. And she keeps having flashes of memory to stuff that she hasn't experienced. Right. And it's her trying to come to terms with that and figure out what the hell's going on in her life. And she has a son who has no emotion. Okay. Didn't even cry when he was born. Okay. Doesn't cry, doesn't smile, doesn't get happy, doesn't I never get sad. A bit like that. <laughs> Me too. Um yeah, doesn't cry, doesn't get happy, doesn't get sad, just lives. Right. And it's how they deal with that and her waking up at three thirty three every morning. 
and then Peter Capaldi's character comes in and he gets involved and the final episode you know i'm gonna bring up lost quickly you know we always joked about lost that somebody should sit in a chair at the end and just explain everything to yeah. you that's what happens in the final okay. episode of this show um, but it's really good and it's really well done that i can't really tell you what it's about without giving away that's fine what it is I'm d- i feel like you're more intrigued than really enjoyed yeah, it. i didn't i wouldn't say i massively enjoyed it but i was really satisfied by the end okay. of it okay so it told a good story and it's only six 45 yeah. minutes episodes. So it flew by. Okay. I did two a night for three nights in a row. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's fantastic, but it's good. And it it's, it's, it's all wrapped up nicely at the end. The explanation makes sense of what's been happening to these people. Cool. And it's just a little, it's a, it's loopy enough for it to actually be intriguing to me. It's, it's a little bit batshit crazy. Got ya. And and it's, they've also left it open so they could bring it back if they needed to. There's there's ways you could bring it back. I would recommend it if you okay. if you're on the mar- if in the market for a a six episode forty five minute show. Okay, I would recommend it. Peter Capaldi's fantastic, but he yeah, always this, is. exactly. He's reliable. He's, yeah, he's very reliable. So yeah, it's on Amazon Prime in the UK. I presume. I think it's an Amazon original, so right. I assume it's going to be on Amazon Prime everywhere. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's good. It's, Excellent. It's very British cop drama. Okay. Which I don't usually do, but it's not a cop drama, but it has the feel of a cop drama. There sure. are cops in it, but they're not the main sure. characters. But that's pretty much all I've watched because I've done that. I, I can't think of anything else I've not I've watched. I've not been to the cinema. I didn't do any films over the weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to watch The Whale on Monday. Oh, uh, excellent. Today I'll be, in, when this yeah, yeah, I'll be so interested to see what I'm you really think I'm really excited about. to see how that, how that comes out. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, I think I'm done. Okay, cool. Do you want to go through quickly the Netflix top 10? See what's, I think we should, because I feel like we've not done that for well, a we've long just, time. We've just said we're not really watching anything on Netflix, yeah. so we should probably find out what people are watching. Let's let's check in. Shall we do the global or the UK? I, I think let's do global. Let's do global. Global Because we are a global show. We are indeed. Global top 10 of films in the English language for the week of January the 30th to February the 5th. That's how they actually split down these tables. Uh, number 10 is a movie called Inheritance, third week on the charts. Any ideas what that is? It's Lily Collins. Oh, yes. I hear it's quite good. It's 10th in the charts. Got to be all right. <laughs> uh, number nine is Flushed Away. Yeah. Flushed Away is all right. Flushed Away is fine. So, I've seen, uh, even I've seen Flushed Ardman Away. animation, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. Even I've seen that. Uh, number eight is Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery movie. Seventh week in the charts. Yeah, hanging in there. That's, it is hanging that's, in that's there. good. It's a good movie. It's fun. Uh, Bloodshot is at number seven. That's Vin Diesel. That looks horrendous. <laughs> just, just I'm just looking at the uh, the the poster. Uh, it's a glowy Vin Diesel. He's got loads of holes in him. Uh, where uh, holding a couple of weapons. I yeah. presume maybe that was in his downtime between Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> maybe uh, number six is the Hurricane Heist. Okay. Any ideas? None whatsoever. Not me. Sounds looks fun though. Ten point twelve million hours that was viewed tour this week. It was. I might check out what that is. That posted looks a lot like a bottom of the stream film. It's got the <laughs> the fonts and the. It really does. Yeah. It's, yeah. It really uh, does. Some kind of bank robbery going on midst a hurricane. It looks like it. I might check that out. It sounds like my sort of thing. First week on the charts. Ten million hours. Uh, True Spirit is number five. I have seen the trailer for this because this has popped up in my algorithm. Okay. It's like a, I don't know if it's a true story, but it is the story of a teenage girl uh, sailing. Okay. I don't know if it's around the world, but she's she sailing somewhere. Certainly solo sailing. Okay. She's going to fall off that boat. Probably. <laughs> uh, 
Um, number f- four is Sniper Ghost Shooter. Sniper's one of these uh, franchises where there's about a million of them. Yes. Uh, this particular one appears to star Billy Zane. <laughs> Do you remember him? Yeah, just about. <laughs> and oh, Dennis just, Haysbert. Dennis Haysbert, always been covered as the president from 24. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was looking at that, pe- that bloke then, and I was like, who's that? He looks really familiar. Yeah, because you, you're Billy Zane I'm blind. I'm Billy Zane blind. We've, dis- we've, am. we've established this previously. I am, and I still didn't recognise him <laughs> then. Uh, number three, as always, there's a Minions movie in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru, which is, I think that's the new one, isn't it? I have no idea. I think it's the prequel, like how what Gru was like as a child. Um, number two, Pamela, A Love Story. I would quite like to check this out at some point. So this, this is... Uh, the Pamela Anderson documentary that she has been involved yeah, in. Yeah, she, she's told her side of the story. Yeah. Uh, and I've read a couple of interviews in the last couple of weeks with her and some of the stuff she's she's mentioned in there has just been like, well, I think I want to go and watch this documentary. Yeah, I, I must admit, I'm quite intrigued um, by it as well. She said there was one, one interview I read with her and she was recounting a time, I pre- presumably this comes up in a documentary, I've not watched it, like I said, where she, she came home one night from work yeah, and there was a, there was a there was a woman in a living room, right? A French woman, okay. And she basically told her she loved her, and then slit her wrists in front of her. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Imagine that. That's yeah. awful. And, and wow, yeah, quite a life this lady. Yeah, she had. really has. She really has. Uh, you know, I have not seen it yet, so I don't. I I've heard good things. I I will try and check it out at some point. It's its first week in the charts. Pamela, a love story. Mm. Well, let's check it out. We'll both do it. Uh, number one, quite predictably, I think 65 million viewing hours this week is You People, previously yeah. aforementioned, starring Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. More, 65 million is the equivalent of about the top, the rest of the top five put together. Yes. So <laughs> that shows what uh, what's going on on Netflix just lately. Um, I won't be checking this out. Are you interested? I think there's potential for me to check it out of a... Maybe of a weekend if I've got nothing else to watch, but I I don't think it's I think it'd be in the conversation. I don't know if it'd win the yeah. battle of the remote control. <laughs> put it that way. Uh, look, I've seen the trailer. The trailer looks fine. It's doing. Uh, my suspicion is the best bits are all in the trailer. I, uh, yeah, I think you might be right. Sixty-five million in its second week. Yeah, it's big numbers. I don't really like Jonah Hill or Eddie no, Murphy. No, I don't either. That's why I was exactly. <laughs> so I don't why know I if thinking. I'd want to watch a whole movie with them. Yeah. But yeah, that's exactly why I said I won't be watching it. Uh, TV? Should we run through TV in the English language? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, currently, at number ten is New Amsterdam season three. Okay. Um, all of New Amsterdam appears to have appeared onto Netflix in some <laughs> countries, uh, but it was originally an Amazon original. Oh, because okay. I watched the first two series on Amazon. What's what's uh, New Amsterdam? It's a hospital drama. Okay. It's New Amsterdam Hospital in New York. Okay. Uh, they it, they get a new director of medicine, and then in the first episode, I think he gets cancer. Right. And then it's, it follows that. Um, the first two seasons, I didn't know there was a third season, um, but it was all on Amazon Prime. So I assume it's just appeared on Netflix. Interesting. Whether it lost its contract there or, or what, I don't know. But all of it's in the charts. So um, season three is at number 10. Uh, Free Ridge season one is at number nine. Any ideas what that is? Uh, I do uh, not. Not me. So it looks like some sort of teen teen drama thing. Uh, that 90s show season one. Have you checked that out? Yes. I should have mentioned this earlier yeah. in, uh, in uh, what we've watched. I, I never really watched this, that 70s show, apart from the old episode. I used to watch that 70s show. I thought not, you did. Not religiously, I don't think, but I think I've seen most of it. Fair share of it. Fair yeah. share of it. I've watched... 
I watched one episode of that 90s show. I watched the first episode. Okay. And I thought, I'm not going to go back to that. Okay. It's not for me. It's It feels really dated because it's an on-set sitcom shot in front of a studio audience yeah. with a laugh track. The laugh track's really obtrusive because <laughs> you don't really see them anymore. That happens with some, yeah. some of those shows. It always did. And then when all the, star, all the stars appear in the first episode, so yeah. obviously the two main guys, the, the grandparents are in it. Kurtwood Smith yeah. and I don't know the lady's name. Deborah Rupp. Deborah, yeah. Deborah Joe Rupp. That's it. And then, so as soon as they appear on the screen for the first time, the crowd go mental and start cheering. So everyone sure. stops and waits for the music, for the crowd to stop cheering. But then two minutes later, Topher Grace turns up. So the crowd <laughs> go mental again. <laughs> and then at some point in the episode, the ginger one from Orange is the New Black, who used to be in that 70s show, she shows yeah, up. Yeah. She, the crowd go mental for her again. Then Myla Kunis and Ashton Kutcher show up. And the crowd, and it, the whole thing's just the crowd cheering. But <laughs> there's nothing happening in this show. <laughs> it's just the crowd going cheering, cheering like crazy. Uh, obviously, the Danny, what's it, Danny Masterton doesn't show up. Yeah. Um, and then Fez shows up at the end of the first episode, and again, it's all crazy. <laughs> so uh, it finished, and I was like, I ain't watching any more of that. You see, you're like, I've seen everyone come back. I've seen everyone come need- back. <laughs> it's it really it was really off putting. It was really obtrusive. And then later on, I was bored, and I was like. I wonder if the second episode's any better because minutes. these stars are not going to be in these no. from now on. They're only in that first episode. So I watched the second episode and it wasn't as bad, but I still am not going to do any more. Okay, I'm fine. done with it. Um, I think that sounds like you've given it a I've fair I've given it shot. a fair try, I think, but I, I can't see it being successful. I don't know who it's aimed at. Okay. I mean, the people who were watching that 70s show are our age I now. believe the second series has already been finished. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, yeah. But I don't know who's watching it. I'm intrigued. Whether because it's it's obviously aimed at a teen audience because it's a teen drama, but it didn't feel very nineties either. I'm gonna oh, put okay. that out there. I don't, okay, just they haven't decorated the house. The house set was still exactly the same, right? But obviously, it's twenty odd years later. You would have decorated. It just felt weird. It just felt weird to me, and I'm not going to watch it anymore. Fine. Uh, number seven, New Amsterdam season two. Uh, Vikings Valhalla season two is at number six. Uh, number five, New Amsterdam season one. It is the best season, so it's not surprising that it's up there. Uh, number four, Ginny and Georgia season one. Uh, number three, Wednesday season one. Still holding its weight, weight in the chart. Uh, let's, let's just 11 point out, weeks 11 in. weeks. Tw- still in its 11th week, 28 million hours viewed. It's insane. It's, it's, it's got to be doing big repeat business. Yeah, it has. People must be rewatching. Yeah. But it's crazy the numbers that it's making. I mean, if we go down to the all-time charts, which are here somewhere there. 1.2 billion in its first 28 days. It only lost out to Stranger Things season four by 100 million. Yeah. Which d- it sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's like one week's extra. Yeah. It's crazy. Wednesday is so successful. And remember, Stranger and Things cheated. Yes, Stranger Things did cheat. That is very By true. having the two yeah. blocks. And, and their episodes all are long. Really long. Yeah, the episodes are long. So, pound for pound. Wednesday's the most successful British show Netflix have ever put out. Yeah. <laughs> which is it's insane mate, to me pretty much yeah you, you you can cut it a few ways obviously but yeah pound for pound it's it's the uh i i think you're right i think it probably is the most most successful english language show in netflix history which is still gobsmacking to me it is because it's it's okay it's yeah. it's no better than okay it's fine but it's got into a zeitgeist doesn't yeah. it it's tiktok it's instagram it's yeah you know, it got into the socials and people watched it. Wants to be Wednesday. People are still watching it. Eleven weeks later, twenty-eight million. 
Uh, Ginny and Georgia season two is at number two. That's really popular as well. Yeah. Uh, and then number one is Lockwood and Co. season one. I'm going to watch this. I, I think. think I would like to. It's Joe Cornish's yeah. uh, new TV show about teenage ghost hunters. Yes. I. It keeps popping up and I'm, I've never been quite so sure. Do I watch it? Do I not? Is it for me? Is it not? But I think I'm going to give it a go. Hmm. I think I might okay. check it out and see what it's like. So I haven't got a TV show on the go at the minute. Sure. So I think it's time to give it a go. It's try doing it. well. 39 try million it. viewing I think I think I will at some point as yeah, well. I think I might try it out. I'll at least watch the first one and see what I think. So circling back to Louis Theroux's book, he, he was at uh, school with Adam and Joe. Oh, really? Yeah, so there you go. Wow. Interesting. Shall we do a real talk? Let's do it. Okay. What was this week's question for real talk, Nick? Uh, who are or who is your favourite TV or movie family? Yes. Absolutely. Did we get uh, any answers in the Discord? This was a suggestion, I believe, by... Someone? Smileyton. Okay. Smileyton suggested it. We'll credit him for it. And he has also answered it. Uh, yeah, we have quite a few in the Discord. Uh, first off, uh, as he often is, <laughs> Samuel Hollands is nominating a few answers. Okay. Couldn't quite decide. I think it's difficult to pick one for this one. I had, I have several. Uh, yeah, I've got I, a few uh, in my mind. Uh, Most of mine have been mentioned in the Discord, to be fair. Uh, he suggests the Goldman's for Friday night dinner. Great, great show. Uh, the Simpsons from The Simpsons. <laughs> you can't really deny it. I mean... The Simpsons hasn't been relevant for 20 years, but, no, but you can't really deny that they're a great family. How can it not be The Simpsons? Yeah, exactly. We've got to choose one family. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the Shipman Wests from Gavin and Stacey. I think Gavin and Stacey is the most successful show where all the characters are really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from, I think Ness is really good. I think everybody else in it is really annoying, <laughs> but I really like it. Uh, and I love that they're named after serial killers. Yeah. Uh, for movies, he nominates The Browns from Paddington and Paddington 2. Okay. I've not seen those. Uh, what are you doing with your life? I know. I should watch them. Uh, Ross Cook is going, movies, The Adams Family. Yeah. That's I, that's the, the uh, i.e. Raul Julia, Angelica Houston. I, I think that'd be on there for me as well for me. And The Boy. The Boy. <laughs> Pugsley. No, I know what the character's <laughs> called, but I'm, I went in with actors. Yeah, I, I don't know what the actors what that guy's <laughs> Name is no idea. Uh, I think they'd be up there for me as well, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. And those movies have, uh, you know, even before all this Wednesday business, uh, they have aged well. Yes, I think definitely. And yeah, I think they've been done so much. They are appreciated more now. I would say. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, For TV, he nominates The Roses, Shit's Creek. Yeah, hundred percent. All day. That's the correct. Every day. Yeah, it's tough to disagree with that. <laughs> it really is. It's, I think, yeah, it's a really tough one. Uh, Smileyton, the suggester of this very topic, uh, has, again, really difficult to say. So uh, I'm going to suggest a few. Uh, all mine are a bit old school. The Trotters from Only Fools and Horses. Again, would be one of mine, I think. Uh, the Harpers from My Family. Yeah. And the Bankses. The Bankses. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. I can't argue with any of these any of these suggestions so far are all great movie slash TV families. There's a lot more TV families coming through than movies. Uh, Alex in the Discord is going, yeah, for the TV, The Roses, great shout. Yeah. Uh, for movies, The Griswolds. Yeah, again, fantastic yeah. shout. I love, you know, First Vacation, Christmas Vacation. 
Oh, it's a good shout. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's a good shout. I, I even I think quite you might like, be right. I even quite liked the uh, more recent vacation movie with the uh, Ed Helms. Mm, I've not seen that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Wayne and the I Discord. I think you'll find it still like 15 years old now. Yeah. Wayne and the Discord <laughs> is going with, uh, yeah, hard pressed to have a better choice than the roses in yeah. TV. Uh, I will throw in the extended Pritchard family from Modern Family. Okay. Yeah, good shout. Uh, for movies, I'm going to say The Mitchells from The Mitchells versus The Machines, as it's such a fun film. That's a really good shout for a more recent. Yeah. I've not seen it. But uh, it's, oh, it's fantastic. It's a really good movie. I got a couple that I threw in there. Go on. Uh, the Bluths from Arrested Development. Yeah. My families tend to be. I'm glad we didn't say best family because <laughs> mine are all awful. It was a deliberate choice. Yeah, <laughs> there's, it's difficult because I, I wouldn't want to be in the Bluths, but I enjoy <laughs> watching them. Yeah, there's not many good families out there. There's there there's a lot of fa- things from broken homes and things like that. Uh, Ross then suggested, uh, which will definitely appeal to a certain number of uh, listeners if if you have kids uh the healers who are the family from bluey oh okay i've heard a lot about bluey yeah i've not seen it but i've heard a lot about it just apparently it's incredible it is incredible uh, and they are all amazing <laughs> um the pars was my other suggestion pars from the incredibles oh yeah good shout the incredibles is a great film yeah it's all about family it is it's completely it's a proper family story yeah so that that might be one of mine. Well, it is one of mine, but I don't know if it's the one I would actually choose because okay. I, I have a couple more to throw in. Uh, the Tenenbaums. Yeah. All terrible. Uh, yeah, say not good people, but a good family. <laughs> uh, and the Dynamites. Oh, from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah that would be up there for mine as well. Again, awful. It's, a, it's an awful family, <laughs> but they're all great characters. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not quite sure where I'm going with. Hmm. Uh, I might go with. I might go with the Pars. Okay. I think I I think that might be my official choice. Good shout. How about you? I found this really tough. I mean, most of the ones I was thinking have been mentioned already. Sure. I think you can't go past the Rose family from Schitt's Creek. I think that as a TV show is all about family and it just is just a great show. Um I also thought of I can't remember the Heck family in the middle. Oh, okay. I yeah. love the middle. I think the middle's a really underrated sitcom. Uh, it went for years as well. They all grew up with it. And that's a show all about family. Yeah. And it's a really good show. And I think I think up there for that. Again, the Trotters from Only Fools and Horses. The Royal Family. Yeah. Horrible people, most of them, but a good family unit. Film-wise, though, I'm stumped. I really am. So I think I'm going to go with uh, Leatherface's family from the Texas Oh, Chains lovely. <laughs> oh, what an absolutely heartwarming <laughs> thought. If, if anybody's going to choose it, it's going to be me. I think it has to be the Adams Family just as a pure family thing but as a jokey answer i'm going with leatherface's family from the texas chainsaw massacre no one was going with like no one suggested like the corleones from the godfather (laughs) no true they didn't that is very true the whites from breaking bad is a good shout because they're all horrendous people as well i don't even think the whites are uh, brian cranston's best tv family so i didn't even think of that yeah absolutely what are they called the malcolms the the, the, the middles Is this it? No, I don't. I couldn't tell you. Don't know. Yeah, I think that's my answer. Yeah. Good. Good real talk, though. Yeah. Good well, suggestion. Very good suggestion. Thanks for suggesting. We're always open to suggestions. Yeah. If we... you want to suggest a real talk topic, yeah, throw, feel throw free it our to way uh, and we'll add it to the mix. Throw it into the mix. Right. I think we've done a wave. Yeah, I would say. I so. think we need to go and record a uh, what is going to be a very fun movie show. I think. 
Yeah, it will be. I'm going to find it really interesting <laughs> uh, for, for reasons why. Come back on Thursday and... We'll, uh, uh, we'll find out why Nick's going to really struggle with this one. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about the Theatre of Fiat, a.k.a. the Midnight Horror Show. And uh, yeah, we'll come back on Thursday for that. Cheers! Bye!